This is an Average Joe Media production. Well, ain't no this is Chronicles. This is your favorite future baby daddy, Taroy here, along with another actual baby daddy, <laughs> <laughs> my man Dwight. Man, how you living today? Man, I am blessed. That's I'm great blessed. to hear, man. That's great to hear. Before we get started, man, how is your mental health? My mental health is I'm I'm in a good place. I'm blessed, man. God is in control of everything. God amen. is great. Amen. 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 My mental health is good, bro. Um, got a new job. Yeah, uh, you told me about yes, it, man. Yes, you yes. Sound like, in, in the job you told me about, you're the perfect man for that job. Yes, <laughs> perfect, perfect man for the job. When you tell me about the job, I was like, you know what? That's right up your alley, man. That's right up your so, alley. So you know, no longer having to push counters. And shelves, you know, and whatever what? you cannot neglect the workout that you got from that. That is facts. Thing. That is facts. Everybody was like, "You getting just a little bit, little bit bigger?" I was yeah, like, "Yeah, man, bit. they didn't, they didn't work me to the bone." Like you've been hitting the gym. I myself, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. I myself, I tend to lost a little bit of weight myself. I came in probably like at 185. This situation and ended. You know, this is a gig. This done ended. I'm down to probably like 173 now. I can, I, you know what, I used to. I used to take my son and run him against my hard stomach. You know what I'm saying? Now there's nothing there. There's nothing for him to run into anymore. Mm-hmm. It's flat now. It's a beautiful thing. I'm, I, 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 I still got the keg. It's kegish. It's not a keg no more. <laughs> it's, it's kegish. It's kegish. It's not a keg no more. He said it's, it's kegish. kegish. Oh, it's man. You can use that swingo. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um, So today's topic, right? We're going to be talking about to be fruitful and multiply. Because you, my guy. Are father of many kids. You make it sound like a lot, man. That's you know. I, I mean, that is a lot to me. I mean, I mean, yeah. But at the same time, see, you said you can be a future baby daddy. I always sat back and told you when your time come, you gonna come. It's gonna come, and you are gonna get hit with something like six tuplets or something. Yeah, no, that's like not gonna happen. Cause <laughs> I promise you, at least two or three of them going up for adoption. I'm not raising six kids at once. Y'all got me messed up. Mm-mm. Hey, can you imagine budgeting, actually doing a budget for like just one child, and then she's like surprised, have triplets on you? Know, what no, I'm actually, one of my friends who has probably about like two or three kids already is pregnant. Well, more like an associate, and she's pregnant with triplets. Was she surprised? Yes, she was just like. How did this happen? And then she texts. Well, I, 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 I got, we got a general idea how it popped. Yeah, no. Triplets? You tell me triplets at one time? Oh, I'm deaf. You, I told you after two, I'm getting snipped. I'm definitely getting snipped after that. Ain't no more coming out of me. Mm-mm, I refuse. That's too much. That's a lot. 
I mean, but then you said be fruitful and multiply. Yeah, I did. But see, I want to have two. That's being fruitful and multiply. Dang, multiplying. That time I checked two is just starting. <laughs> nah. When it, it comes to multiplying, man. Nah, man. Two was enough. Trust me. For me, two is enough. I can't be having five, six kids roaming around here. That's just, I don't have the patience for it. I sat back and always told you not to use that word, can't. You're right. <laughs> I won't. You're right. I won't. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I will not. Let me tell you something. Man. You're supposed to be going up north, man, with them cold winters. You're going to have to find something to do. <laughs> so you... <laughs> Don't sit back and tell me. I've been in check back in with you. A couple years later, you got more kids than me, man. I will be so mad. I will be so mad. Tell Tell my listeners how many kids you have. I have four. I have four kids, and I have one on the way. I have it's gonna be four boys, and I got one little girl. Mm. Four baby mamas. Sheesh. And, and kids are easy. I don't. I don't understand when people sit back and be like dealing with kids. No kids dealing with kids are easy. It's 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 absolutely. I tell you what, the hard part is not even paying for that for for, for Pampers. Not even paying for baby food, daycare. Nah, nah, nah. Sometimes it's who you have a child from. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That could be the that 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 that, that could be the difference between a, a, a fruitful co-parenting and um, raising your child the right way, mm-hmm. or, or or you uh, contemplating hopping off a bridge. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I've 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 heard scenarios. I've seen scenarios, and uh, yeah, man, you you gotta be careful. So, <clears throat> you're married now, correct? Yeah. Okay. So before you were married, right? You obviously you was out here in these streets. Oh yeah, living good, living large. Yeah, I I I, I can't even cap with you, man. I, 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 level three whole heathen out here. <laughs> level three whole level heathen. Three. Level three whole heathen man. I hear sling, sling, uh, sling, in the community genitalia. <laughs> so, like, what was going through your mind after you was just getting, just having kids? It was just like I gotta stop, or I'm just gonna keep going at this point. You know what? It's not one of them. Like my baby moms, I ended up having kids from them. It wasn't one of them scenarios wherein I was messing around with this chick and got her pregnant. It was they, they, they all was from relationships. And, um, of course, failed relationships, but while I was in relationships with them, they just so happened to get pregnant. The, the mere fact that how some, how one of my kids, how, how I, how my baby mama got pregnant with one of my kids is just something off the wall, something you see off of, you probably hear off of some type of sci-fi situation or something, mm. bro. My, um, third baby mom, she was on two different types of birth control. Still got pregnant? She was on the shot and the pill. Yo, I would be upset. Highly upset. I was trying to sit. I was discussing with her if we could take legal action. Cause I was in- <laughs> he said take legal action. He wanted to get paid. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, he wanted to get I'm so sick right there. now. I was, I, I was there when they gave her the shot so she wouldn't get pregnant. And then I guess the shot ended up throwing off her uh, hormones, whatever have you. Women, I'm, you know, if any women listeners hear that, I'm, I'm sure some of them could probably relate. And then they gave her the pill, and then she was taking the pill, and that balanced everything out from a hormonal issue or whatever have you. And I be got dang on that girl still got pregnant. Mm. 
like magic. He sit back and tell you, I was talking to my wife yesterday. I was like, you know, I was, I've been seeing a lot of those commercials for uh, donating sperm. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, <laughs> I was being funny. I said, baby, you think I should sign up? This stuff here, man, I'm, I'm, I, I come from a long line of people that produce a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom had eight kids. So this is just in your genetics. This is in your it's DNA. In my, it's in my genetics. We probably get. I, I'm, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if I came from the li- original lineage of Noah. Noah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised one bit, man. Because, we we tend to we tend to get it done. We do. We really do tend to get it done, man. Mm. So when it comes to your kids, how often do you see them, and how many are living with you? Okay, so of course the one I'm married to right now, mm-hmm. my wife. You know him. Um, then I have another son. He, um, he's with me, um, every other school year. Okay. Uh, then I got my daughter. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to get her after I, after I finish wrapping up this here. And then I have a son that the mom, excuse me, the mom hates me with a sheer passion. Uh, so I can't see him. It's not, I can't, she won't allow me to mm-hmm. see, she won't let me see him. So, yeah. Why does she hate you with a sheer passion? Um, let me tell you something, man. Just because you, just because somebody have kids, they tend not. That doesn't mean they gonna mature. It, there's a lot of there's. It, I mean, if you look at it from a general aspect, there's a lot of kids out here having kids. So, that, I mean, that's the nice way of saying it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's 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 my nice way of saying it, man. I, I guess she feels some type of way about me. But I'm I'm not one of them I'm not one of them guys that don't want to be bothered with his mm-hmm. kids. You know, I love all my kids, but she just don't want to let me let me spend time with him, see him, talk to him, nothing. Yeah. Matter of fact, last time I talked to her, last time I attempted to talk to him, she told him she told him not to call me daddy. Wow. So yeah, man. Like Wow. And how old is that kid? He's going to be seven in um uh, in November. Mm. November he's gonna be seven. So do you fear like her resentment will be passed down to him or you're not worried about that? Um uh, I I I don't know what message she's relaying to him right now. Uh-huh. And I don't know if he's young enough to understand. So I can't really answer that question cuz I don't know how long this going to go. Uh-huh. This might this 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 might be some this might be a this this might be till he turns 8. Might be she might come to the realization that what she's uh, doing is wrong uh, next month. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How long? How long has it been going on? It's probably been like a year, going a year? on two years. Yeah. Why not use the legal system? Because it's expensive and it's pretty much rigged. Uh, I I can low key agree with that. It's definitely expensive, and you got really you got to have all your ducks in a row just to get. Your child, if you were guy, I, I can agree with you. I mean, I mean, from my standpoint, uh, from, from from a man that has, um, and some people can probably want to say it's an excuse, but I'm I'm being realistic. Um, the the amount of money it'll take to get my son that's taken that's taken away from the kids that I that that I that I, mm-hmm. I am able mm-hmm. to be around all that that all that money all those funds I and all those funds I have to allocate mm-hmm. towards that. It's it's not cheap. Um, 
the child support system, the child support system, and the what's the name of it? The what's the name of the courts? The 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 family courts are two totally different. ECFs. Yeah, they're two. They're they're two totally different courts, and they're expensive. I got a brother. I got a brother right now going through it, trying to seek, trying to just even see his, just trying to get visitation to his kids and. He's he's he, he's having a hard time. It's 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 one of them things you definitely gotta have a bag for. I agree with that. A I definitely bag. I definitely agree with that. So, how's your relationship with your daughter? Oh man, I love my baby girl. I love I love my baby girl to death, and she loves her bearded daddy. <laughs> so she's definitely a daddy's girl. I try to. Is there ever a point to where like you envision you your wife? And all your kids in one household. That's the goal. That's and she's awesome. cool with that? She's okay with that? She ain't got no choice. That's what she signed up for. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what she signed up for. And that, I mean, we if, if you know, if we didn't have that understanding, we wouldn't mm-hmm. be married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and not not to say like not to sound not to sound like uh like an a hole or whatever have you, but that's that's the that's the God honest truth right there. It's a package deal. Mm-hmm. I agree with you because normally when it comes to women, it's a package deal. But a lot of people, they don't think about it with men because a lot of men don't really, they don't live with their kids that often. So it's like when you do live with them, women be like, oh, well, you know, you and your kid. But I'm like, I'd be seeing my friends and they'd be like, oh, well, yeah, you and your kid, this, you and your kid, that. But that's what a father's supposed to do, be there for the kid because it's the other way around. The mo- You got to deal with the mother and their children. Yeah, it, 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 it's not no, it, it's a us thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a you thing. It's a us thing. Like that's your stepmom. Like that's your stepson. And like you, but you know, at the same time, you treat him like it's your. Mm-hmm. Does she treat your, exactly? Does she treat your daughter any less? I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> she going through her terrible tools right now, so she be yeah, she be you know what I'm saying she mm-hmm. be she be she be trying to beef with the wife, but I be telling her. I be telling the wife that she gotta just gotta she gotta put that time with put that time in with her and kinda like get her trust. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you gotta remember she's a daddy's girl, so she see daddy giving his attention mm-hmm. to her, giving his attention to her, especially with the fact that my wife being pregnant right mm-hmm. now. So, you know, she ain't she you know, my daughter ain't feeling that. <laughs> I probably I probably once the baby drop and you you know what I'm saying, maybe she, you know, we we gonna see. But I can't hold it against my my current two year old daughter. Mm-hmm. She'll, she, you know what I'm saying? We married, and we're going to be together, so she's going to grow into it. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll grow into each other. Now, the son that you see every other school year, how's his relationship with your wife? Oh, no, nah, they cool. Okay. They cool. You know what I'm saying? They cool. Okay. That's that's what's up. When you when you first told me you had this many kids, I was this man lying. I know he ain't got this many kids. And then you was actually serious. I was just like, bro. Yeah, man. I can't even the- imagine. But that's that's nothing. I'm I'm I mean, that's that's like really nothing. But like I said before, when I sit back and explain the fact, when I sit back and kind of give you the give you like the lineage situation in itself about mm-hmm. just how my uh, my father had 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 thirteen kids and my mom had eight kids and then my mom my my grandmother had uh, like six seven kids. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? We kind of just come from big families. I, I would say my biggest. My biggest uh oops was having it for multiple women. I, mm-hmm. I I should have basically did things the right way. Is that your biggest regret? Having it for multiple women? I I, I regret none of my kids. Not not even one of them. So it's like do, you, you know you know what I'm saying? I, I I I believe in I believe there's lessons behind things, right? Mm-hmm. 
And um, I, I guess each experience has a lesson behind it. So it's like, do I do I do I regret uh, having kids from particular women? It's to say, I probably regret the lesson that I've learned or I'm, I've yet to learn. Right. So what would be one of the lessons that you learned? Definitely wear a condom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would, I'd probably definitely say that. Um, Said we don't pull out around here. Clearly. Um, let me see. My first B. I end up. I end up catching my first case. Uh, like so, legal case. Yeah, a criminal case. Oh. Yeah, criminal. Ooh. Case. Um. So I learned. I I learned from that situation. I was young and dumb. Um. Let's see, baby mom number two is the one I'm married to right now. Uh, so he was right. beefing that one. Point. So hold up, so baby mama two is the one that you're married to right now. That's one I'm so then to you right went now. and had two other babies and then went back. We was we wasn't together. Okay, you know we wasn't together. How did that conversation go? Like when you was like, "Hey, yeah, we back together now," but since you met me, I got like X amount of kids now. Okay, here's the fun part. Uh, me and my wife, we've actually known each other for roughly 13 years. So she knew me when I didn't have no kids. Mm. She knew me when I didn't have any kids. That was a long time ago. Uh, 13 years ago. <laughs> I mean, I mean, actually, really, it's roughly 10 years ago since we knew each other for 13 mm-hmm. years. And my oldest son being 10 and whatever have you. So, yeah. Mm. That's just so wild. Like, seeing somebody who's like, when I met you. You had zero. You had zero. And now you got about to be five. Well, the fifth coming from her, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah, true. She, she kind of got one over. She got one over on the rest of them. <clears throat> so um, when you and your wife now, at what point, how did y'all get over the beef? I, I think that, and I, I always give all glory to the man above. That's the only way, because I wasn't, uh, I wasn't one. To, I wasn't one to back down. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I wasn't backing down. So, what it was, me and my fourth BM broke up, and um, I think one one day I was just like in the backyard and I was smoking, and then like I kind of like had an epiphany or some crap like that, right? And I'm just like, no matter what happens, you got to deal with these women for the rest of your life. No matter what, you got to deal with them. And then, like, I think once I got that understanding and I said, if anything I need to do, I need to be at peace with these women as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I started, um, things kind of started getting started getting better for me. And at that time, I was actually, um, you know, I was brokering. I was brokering on, you know, I was in the hemp industry and I was brokering deals. I was making decent decent amount of money just mm-hmm. on phone calls. And um, what ended up happening was I ended up blinking, at, you know, my... My wife, my which is now to be my now wife, mm-hmm. um, I contacted her because she went to school for business administration. Okay, and once I got back in contact with her, and this was uh not too long, this is uh, probably two years ago, I think, right? I think two, yeah, I think two years ago. Yeah, we we actually kind of got back on one accord. Uh, but prior to that, she had prior to that, I was on child support for her, owed like eight grand. Okay, so you was on child support for eight grand. For, uh, from, from her. From her. How did you get out of that, or did you pay it in full? Oh, I did not pay it in full. That's what I, <laughs> <laughs> I, did not, I did not pay it in full. I don't know too many black men out here, or just 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 
men, period, that just got eight grand sitting around, mm-hmm. and they just say, I'm going to pay off my back pay. And I think the court system, the court system knows this, too. But, no, nah, man, as we, um, as we was together, it got to the point where we was living together, and I was like, yo, you going to take me off child support? Because I actually pay bills here and mm-hmm. stuff now. Like, it'd be nice. And, uh, you know, she took me off, and then we kind of kept – pushing forward in our, our relationship mm-hmm. to we at the point where we're at now. Okay. Are you on child support from any other uh, big mamas? Uh, my daughter. And um, according to my, my baby mom, she she said, Look, I literally didn't do this. It's only because you signed the birth certificate. They came after you. But I'm like, you ain't really put forth no real effort to stop them, neither. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't really jump in front of the bullet, neither. I, I don't care this, what it is. I know earlier you talked about letting God handle it when it comes to the um, the one son that you don't see. Do you feel like... Do you feel like because you don't see him, you're missing out on anything, or do you feel like it'll come full circle at the end? I tend to feel like it'll come full circle at the end, and I really try not to dwell on what I could be possibly missing because that could, before you knew it, that can have you in the that can have you in a kind of a depressive dark space. Uh, this season of my life, and hopefully all throughout the rest of my life, I've just been at the point of just things that's out of my control. To just give it to God and just let him let him do what he do. Mm-hmm. I could now see. I agree with you. I, so more like I'm on the fence about it because I feel like maybe because I don't have kids, I get where you come from with the legal system. But it's like with me, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna see my kid. But also at the same time, it's a little bit different if I don't even know where she stay at. So it's like I gotta track her down and then I gotta fight the court system just to see my kid. And then I may not even win. So. Oh, from my aspect, I just I'm just worried that you may never see him again. Um, I doubt that's what the case may be. I'm I'm doubtful of that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, what you also got to take consideration is four other kids that has to get taken. That's care that's of. true. I can't allocate all the, all my time and my money and my funds to that, and still have to take care of a household and take care of four mm-hmm. other kids. Mm-hmm. If I was rich enough, I'd probably, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel but, you, I feel you. You know, that's why people should go ahead and, and, and check out Average Man Hemp Gars on, uh, on Facebook. <laughs> Give me that lawyer money. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that lawyer money. Now, how is the relationship between, like, the kids that live with you and then the kids that don't live with you? So how's the relationship between your son and your daughter? Coolest thing in the world. So since my son lives with me, he knows he has a little sister, and the little sister knows she has a big brother over there. So they know of each other, and they and they bond with each other. My son that lives with me now, compared to my son that lives with me every other school year, they're in contact with each other. Okay, it was it was the coolest thing in the world watching them last time he was living with us, watching them bond together. Now, how does that? With him coming every other school year, how does that work, especially with him, like, having to transfer schools? Uh, usually how it goes is um, the mom being the primary parent uh-huh. is usually the having to prove that he's actually, I've actually have custody of him. That kind of falls on his mom. His mom usually has to sign something to get it notarized saying that he, she's given authorization of this and this and that and that to me. Whether that be school, 
not too much doctor stuff. But yeah, I, <clears throat> I wouldn't think that the school would give me a hard time because it's like, like my son literally has the f- like same first name, last name, and middle name as me. He's so literally he's, a junior. He's a junior. Okay. Yeah, he's a junior, but they still, you know, they still might take you through the ropes. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because I wanted to, I want to have a junior, and everybody tells me don't have a junior. You know, have your have your son have your own, have his own legacy instead of following in your footsteps. How do you feel about that? I, I mean, to be honest with you. At any time, your child can change their name once they hit over eighteen. Yeah, so that's he, true. So I mean, I don't, I don't see it as a big deal. I mean, I got a junior, and I'd, I'd probably, if, if I had a time machine and I had to do it again, I'd, I'd have a junior. You know okay. what I mean? I, I, I would not, not make my first my junior. You know, if he don't like being a junior, when he get older, he can change. <laughs> But as long as I mean, as long as he's going ahead and he's uh, he ain't eighteen, yeah, he's a junior. Okay. What has being a father taught you? It's taught me a lot of patience. It's taught me to let a lot of stuff go. Um, the hardest thing in the world is um, me actually becoming a. I became a vegan. And I became a vegan for not the reason, not many reasons that people usually do it for. I saw my father pass at an early age. Mm-hmm. My father passed at the age of thirty-two. He what? Wait, nah, what? Fifty-two. Fifty-two. Okay, I was about to be like, I don't, don't even remember telling me that. Yeah, he passed at fifty-two from uh, congestive heart failure, whatever mm-hmm. have you. And me seeing how he died, leaving X amount of young kids behind, made me start taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. I want to be around for my kids. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't drink. If I do drink, I don't drink heavily like he used to do. Mm-hmm. It taught me patience. It, it taught me to let a lot of stuff go. Kid, 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 kids make you really want to wise up from the wisdom standpoint. And they definitely make you want to. I don't know about nobody else, but they definitely make you want to kind of push to kind of let them live the live the life that you wish you live. You don't mm-hmm. want them to go through what you went through. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, I, I feel like I'd probably be in prison right now if I didn't have kids. Mm. Why do you think that? I was about that life once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> I was about that. I, I, was, I was about the nonsense a long time ago. And had I not had kids to kind of just make me stop and think, uh, I, I'd, I'd probably even though I ended up going to jail. Anyway, I'd probably been in prison, not jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there was nothing really stopping. There would be nothing really making me stop and think. Okay. Um, How was your relationship with your dad? Oh, man, that was, that was my best friend right there. That was my best friend. Yeah. And do you take, like, in, does any of your parenting styles that he taught, that he had roll over to, how you raise your kids? I, I would think uh, probably a little bit of it. A little bit um, in reference to the kind of being somewhat heavy-handed on some things. Mm-hmm. It's not like, do I believe in beating children? Uh, I believe in disciplining them. Okay. And I think beating and disciplining, I mean, disciplining uh, for straightening and beating out of anger is just like two totally different mm-hmm. things. So yeah, I tell you, I, I think I think I take a little from him. I, I I think I took a lot of masculinity from him. I would say. Okay. Do you wish 
um, like, do you ever sit back and wonder and wish that, like, your kids, your dad was still around so you could have a relationship with your kids? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I think he would have made the he would have made the coolest grandfather ever, man. He would he would have made the coolest grandfather ever, but you know. And how's your relationship? How's the kids' relationship with with your with your mom, their grandma? There's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many. I probably got something like twenty eight or twenty six nieces and nephews. Mm. So, I mean, eh, my oldest son knows of his. You know, on my mom's side, but his, they tend to lean more towards their grandmothers on their mother's side of the okay. family because they're over there more mm-hmm. than they are with me. Okay, that's and understandable. Plus, no, same. Plus, their their grandmother from my mom's side doesn't it doesn't reside down here. She resides in Georgia. Okay. Um, I know, probably about like a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, we talked about like leaving a legacy behind for your kids. How important is that to you? I feel like I feel like it's one of the most important things. As I just feel like as black people in general, we tend not to we tend not to leave much of a legacy behind. I mean, matter of fact, it just came to mind the legacy that I, I have seen left behind in reference to black folks. I've seen grandparents leave uh, houses behind to their kids, and I'll tell you what that I've seen happen. You know that property that that, that grandma that, that freaking busted hotel the the payoff that house they'll get passed it along to the kids you know what the kids will do sell it exactly and it's yeah. not like they're gonna sell it they go buy something else they sell it they they just sell it take the money and do whatever they're gonna do with it mm-hmm. and um I hope not the but I mean I, I, I just hope not I, I don't end up, end up being in one of those big mama situations where I've been having to bust my tail just to pay off a house for my kids mm-hmm. to sell. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully I can pass down something actually uh more tangible than uh property. So what I, type of legacy are you trying to leave behind? I wanna leave I wanna leave behind talents for them. I wanna okay. leave I wanna leave behind something that they can pass along, something that they can generate income off of. Okay. Whether it's teaching them how to make uh make make jewelry. How to make um, hemp hemp cigars, uh, something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Would I like to leave them physical property and houses and stuff like that too? Yeah, but I'd also like to be able to leave behind something that they can that they can make money off of and pass down to their kids. I would think I would look at that as a real legacy. Okay, how important do you feel like the black father is in a household and in the community? I mean, look at look at the current crime rate these days in these major cities, and you kind of you, you you know what I'm saying. You can kind of answer that question for mm-hmm. yourself. A lot of that goes down from the lack of the black father being in the house, and, mm-hmm. and when you do your history, you tend to find out that's intentional. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's not a coincidence. It, no, it, it was it was it was done on purpose. Mm-hmm. So that I, I feel that to be very important. And do you feel like? being a dad has made you become an entrepreneur or did you already have that mindset before you became a dad? My dad had his own business. He had his own car detailing business in Miami. He was one of the first guys to have his own mobile car detailing business. We grew up watching him touch, touch all kinds of money Mm. just off that deal, Mm -hmm. getting it with his hands, you know what I'm saying? With his hands and it went to a tank. It didn't, it went, it, 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 it was, it was his hands in a bucket. And then they went to a, a freaking huge water tank on back to a crew of guys and so forth and so forth. 
Um, I myself, uh, I'm me being me being at the age that I'm at. If people don't know, I'm 35. I, I just can't. I mean, I can, but I'm just based off my experience. I'm pretty much tired of punching the punch, punching the clock for, punching the clock for somebody and um, kind of helping building on the generational wealth to someone else's. Mm-hmm. I agree family. with you on that. I definitely agree with you. You know on what I'm that. saying? Mm-hmm. Like. I sat back at the job site and guys is trying to convince me to give up a year of my life traveling to do a job that's going to make so-and-so richer than rich, mm-hmm. getting crumbs off the master's table mm-hmm. when I can just go get it myself. Exactly. I mean, I mean, you know, the entrepreneur thing ain't for everybody, but it, it, everybody ain't meant to be a boss. Yeah, that's facts. And you know what I'm saying, and and, and that that's respectable. But but as of for me and myself, I I, I got to get it. Mm-hmm. How do you balance spending time with your kids and providing for the household? Spending time with the kids and providing for the household. Mm. There is a balance there. There definitely is a balance. My son does see me come in in the morning, and then my son does see me leave for work. But I do make time for the family every weekend. Mm-hmm. I ask my wife and I ask my son what y'all want to do this weekend. It might just end up being sit at the house, which is um very cost effective. <laughs> <laughs> very cost effective. <laughs> and other times it can be we want to go to they want to go to a Creole experience. So they mm-hmm. want to do this, they want to do that. So I mean there that there is there is balance to be to be had, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that. And because when I see some of my, some of these dads out here working hard to the bone, but not spending time with their kids, it just reminds me, it's like, yeah, you're providing for the household, but you're not also spending time with your kids. So then it's like, yeah, I had a dad, but I didn't have a dad, if that makes sense. I mean, but see, at the same time, not everybody can be in, in the scenario that, that I'm in. Some people in better scenarios than me. I can't knock a man for what he got to do to provide for his family. Mm-hmm. I guess if it means uh, sacrificing time. For the family, I guess it's just one of them things. It is what it is. They gotta find that. They gotta go ahead and find. They gotta find that balance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last question before we get into your business: Is your son how 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 old is the son that lives with you? He's eight. He's eight. Yeah, he's eight. I don't. I really thought he was four. <laughs> no, I did not. No, I eight. did. God he's damn, eight. eight? Yeah, no. probably because probably because if I don't know if you ever heard his voice before because he tends to sound like yeah he's I heard younger. his voice once and that's why he, like yeah you know he tends to have a little bit of a speech impediment but at the same time his voice he still has like a lower tone voice mm-hmm. like he's not like he's yeah he's not aggressive at all like mm-hmm. he's mad cool like only thing he cares about is trains <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like you know what I'm saying you walk up to him hey you know about the you like trains? You just got his whole attention. <laughs> you just got his, man, what do you know about trains? Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Is he, how was he adjusting to about to become a bigger brother? Because now it's like the, I'll, I'll say the main focus announcement is no longer on him. It's going to be on his, his little brother. It's going to be interesting. Because I'm going to be honest with you because that's that's my my wife. That's her only child. Mm-hmm. So that's her baby. And mm-hmm. I'm telling her you need to start, you need to let him get the understanding. You need to kind of start swinging some of that attention away 
and let him know there's about to be a whole baby that we're going to have to focus all of our attention on. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it to me, it's kind of yet remains to be unseen. Like, Cause remember he has a little sister though. Mm-hmm. He has a little sister that he, oh, but he loves his little sister. How often does he see his little sister? As often as I get her. Okay. As often as I get her, you know what I'm saying? He says back and I, I sit back and tell him I'm about to go get your sister. And he'd be like, Oh really? And he'd be, it, He'd be waiting for her to come. <laughs> and, and, you know, my my daughter, she just, she, she's a little sour patch thing. She just is, is, is sweet and as mean as she wants to be. <laughs> He'd be trying to bother her, and she don't be wanting to be bothered. And then give her 15 minutes, and then she want to play with him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's weird. So let's talk, let's talk about your business. What is your business exactly? <sighs> what I tend to do is I, you know, at times I'm starting to think I'm a little bit ahead of my time with this thing. Well, I'm just in over my head, um, but I got a passion for it. So what I I used to do was I used to be a cigar smoker. Matter of fact, I actually brought a cigar here. I don't even know if you smoke cigars. This is not my cigar. This is a cigar. Okay. Um, roughly going back to like uh, 2012-ish and a little bit beyond, um, I used to be a huge cigar smoker. And, of course, for reasons... I, for health reasons, I stopped smoking. I actually stopped smoking cigars. I felt like that was one of the reasons that was my blood pressure was going kind of a little elevated. Mm-hmm. Even though, come to find out, the stress was kind of major contributor to that. But uh, I stopped smoking cigars, and then I actually started smoking. Um, start smoking hemp. I didn't start smoking weed. I started smoking hemp mm-hmm. because I I never want. I always wanted if I'm. If I wanted to consume something, I want to be in full control of mm-hmm. what what's, go- what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I used to um, buy some the equivalent of ditch weed from like these some freaking website based out of an EU country. Uh, and I used to, if I got a little stressed, I used to roll that up and smoke that. And but as I ended up going entering the hemp industry in 2017. I tend to find out that there was a lot more better stuff out here than me actually having to smoke ditch weed. And I reached out to some of these guys that actually grew this material. And I was like, Hey, can I get like X amount of this? And they like, for what? Because back in 2017, when you mentioned something, uh, saying you want to smoke some floral material, you per se, it was called biomass and biomass was only good for one thing. And that was for extraction to make CBD or you will or make ice out of it. And um, so when I was trying to buy floral material to actually just smoking itself, mm-hmm. I need something to smoke and I ain't want to smoke weed, but this is close to weed because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's basically weed, but just with low THC to it. People thought I was crazy. Um, as time went on, I was looking at all my old pictures, and I went to see that I, I started to see that cigars was actually a part of me. Mm. I looked at all my pictures, people, family outings. I'm out about. You see me? I had the cigar on my mouth, and I was like, "Man, I don't want to go back to smoking. Go back to smoking tobacco. I don't want to go back to smoking cigars. Whatever have you? I stopped smoking them for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I went to doing research. I said, "Man, maybe I can do this, do that." I went to researching cigars. And I was trying to figure out why the Canagar market never went anywhere. Well, what a Canagar is, a Canagar is a marijuana cigar. So doing part of the fact of federal regulations, whatever have you, it couldn't go too far. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I said to myself, man, what can I do? And at this time, it was probably around 2018, 20, late 2018. And I thought about the concept of um, making these, uh, making cigars out of legal industrial hemp because the hemp market was starting to become a lot more profitable. The materials were starting to get a lot more better. <laughs> the, the, the strands was getting a lot more better. And I kind of just basically went to researching it, and I found a guy that made tools for it. I got tools, and I just I just went to R&D and trying to find what worked, what didn't work, and that's, I pretty much took off from there. Okay. So what I have is this is this – not this per se, but I have something similar to this road to the road at um at my house, mm-hmm. and it's a hundred percent hemp, and it's a hundred percent legal, and it won't get you high, and it's something you can actually enjoy in a so uh, a social setting, and I'm about guaranteed it's more healthier than smoking your black and mild, your cigarette, or whatever else I have you. Okay, where can they? Learn more about your business. You can. It, the easiest way to learn more about my business to get in contact with me would be on averagemanhempgods.com or on Facebook, Average Man Hemp Gods. You better. You, I'm always on Facebook. You better off getting back, getting in contact with me that way on Facebook. I haven't set up an Instagram page yet because um, dealing with cannabis and hemp, or whatever mm-hmm. have you, pages tend to get they, they tend to get shut down a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. They get they tend to get shut down a whole lot. So average man dot com, and then average man on Facebook. Yes, sir. Okay, okay, y'all heard that. Um, thank you for coming over here, Dwight. Hey, man, Mister Joe. Hey, listen, I'm trying out here. We both trying. Did I'm you, average Joe Media. You average you, man hemp. <laughs> did you actually tell them which you you didn't tell them what your your new job was? Did you? Nah. Um, so people, I am a specimen processor. I told you that. Listen, that's why I sat back and said, if anybody you can trust, trust with a load, I knew my dog. (laughs) He told me that. I said, you doing what, bro? (laughs) I said, you going to be physically handling this stuff, man? He's like, like, nah, man, I'll be behind the laptop. I'll be behind behind the computer. You sure now? You sure? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't want to look on one of these websites. They got you. They got they got a still picture of you freaking putting a load into a freezer like oh man, <laughs> hey man, but I, I can't I can't knock it though because you making you making you making decent paper doing that mm-hmm. man decent hey, paper man, compared just... to compared to manual labor that we was freaking yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. I'm too old man. My I'm back was going that. out and stuff man. I'm I was telling like I, I need my back for my wife man. <laughs> I can't keep doing this, man. Y'all don't pay enough, man. They really don't. They really don't, man. Um, you got anything on social media you want want people to follow you at outside of average man hemp? Outside of average man hemp? Uh, you know what? I I just put you up on it today. I am also on anchor on Hemp Talk Radio. Hemp Talk Radio. That's it's short and sweet. I usually um go ahead and whatever hemp, whatever news going on in the hemp industry and. The CBD industry or whatever have you, I usually get on there and I get to give him my opinion on it, what I think going to happen. And, you know, that's pretty much it. Let me see what else. Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. Yeah. Y'all heard the man. So, Hemp Talk Radio, subscribe to his podcast. Average- I got to bring you on there too, man. Most deaf, most deaf. 
I'm gonna bring you on there. Once I go ahead and we we, we gonna we 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 finna be working on something. And when we done when we done, I mean we gonna go ahead and roll to that. Yes, I'm, I'm with you on that. So y'all follow him, man. Him Talk Radio, Average Man Hempguards dot com, right? Mm-hmm. And then Average Man Hempguards on Facebook. Yes, sir. All right, man. Um, y'all already know. Um, every else y'all will hear me again every other week. Um. You want to start a podcast? www.theaveragejoemedia.com. You see how clear and pristine we we sound. You can sound just like that. Yeah, man, mine don't sound nothing like yours. <laughs> <laughs> mine will not sound like his. He got yo. He got the mixing board. He got the, <laughs> he got the microphones. He got a disco ball in here. This, <laughs> this man said a wild. disco ball. Is, is that a lava lamp? <laughs> <laughs> don't gas me up. <laughs> So real quick before we leave, one of my clients. So a lot of my clients um, who used to record me will come down. Will come downstairs. They never been upstairs. So when they went upstairs, they was like, "Oh, y'all rich." He was like, "You got the the pool table, the setup, the PS4, the TV, the air hockey." I'm just like, "Nah, we we ain't rich. We we okay." Yeah, listen, man. Average Joe Mia. He even offered me an eight ball. (laughs) He's like, "I just want to help you get in your element." I was like. Not, not on the weekends. Oh man, man. But yeah, man. Um, if y'all want to start a podcast, www.theaveragejoemedia.com. Um, I'm a, I'll come to you, record, edit. All you gotta do is talk. I'll handle the rest, man. As always, y'all already know. This is an average Joe Media production. And I'll see y'all next time, man. Peace. Peace. Well, ain't no Baby, I ain't a nobody. As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody. My life is my kid, so I tell about it. And I swear it's all about that. Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy. I ain't a baby daddy. Baby daddy.